Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The CBS Radio Network brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Hey, where's Betsy? Shouldn't she be getting down to breakfast? Oh, yes. There's your sister. Yeah, oh, thanks. Such a slow poke. Betsy? Betsy? Oh, I think I hear her coming down now. You got pits in this orange juice oh, again. Oh, I don't know. How come Bobby's sleeping so long? I don't know. He's sleeping later and later, thank goodness. I don't mind at all. Here's your coffee. Well, slow poke. Good morning. Good morning, Mommy. Wow. Hey there, Mary Sunshine. Where's the smile? I don't feel like smiling, Daddy. Oh, you don't. What's the matter with you? I don't know. I just feel funny. Well, you sit down and eat your breakfast, Betsy. I'm not hungry. Now, you eat something anyhow, dear. Well, now, look. Wait a minute, honey. If she doesn't feel well... Oh, nonsense. Now, just let me handle this, will you, please? And where are your shoes? I couldn't find them. <sighs> well, you go upstairs and look for them. And don't come down to breakfast without your hair combed. Hurry up now. Go on. And be quiet so you don't wake Bobby. Honey, I mean, after all, aren't you a little hard on her? Maybe she doesn't feel well. Oh, you. Fathers, dear, it's Monday. What do you mean it's Monday? Well, I've noticed that she doesn't feel well on Monday mornings. Always on Monday mornings. Remember how it was when we went to school, dear? You hated Mondays and you loved Fridays, you know. Oh, oh <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I sure do remember. You know, I hated Monday mornings, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, by golly, you got to give her credit. She certainly put on a good act, oh, I will I say. <laughs> Every Monday morning, she's like this. Listen, Betsy is a greater actress than Helen Hayes. She doesn't <laughs> want to do something. You know, they all are at this age. I just ignore it. You'll see, tonight she'll be back in the swing of things, and you'll say to her, well, how do you feel, dear? And she'll say, fine, why? <laughs> no, she's cute, oh, that one. Yes, yeah, she is. Well, I hope she isn't sick. You know, come to think of it, I still hate Monday mornings. I don't feel too well myself. <laughs> you eat your breakfast and get to work. Yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> Well, that's a fine way to greet your lord and master after he slaves all day to keep a roof over your head. <laughs> hey, fine what? thing. Not even a kiss? Oh, yes. Mm. <laughs> well, give me another one oh, just for good yeah. measure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just meant, where is the day gone? I've sat down a minute, yet I don't feel I've really accomplished anything. I don't know where the time Where is. are all the hangers? Oh, Tell me, every funny. morning I take my coat off a hanger, and when I come home at night, I, it's gone. I can never find a single well, hanger. Well, just in this a minute, place. just a minute. Let me look. There must be one here somewhere. Oh, look on the floor down there. You're hanging them on where? the floor now? <laughs> That's where I seem to find them for some reason. I think you knock it off on the floor and you take your coat off. Yeah, the I know there's some good reason. That's what happens. Yeah, sure. Well, I haven't even started dinner. I'll get the potatoes on and then I'll feed Bobby and get him to bed. All right, all right. Oh, boy, it's nice to get home. Where is my son and heir? In the playpen in the kitchen. Yeah, that's a I joke. I was <laughs> Why don't you amuse him while I get his food ready, huh? All right, I shall undertake to amuse him. Where's Betsy? Oh, she's over... Oh, she's playing with Sandra Hughes. She'll have to be picked up. Can you go over and get her? 
Oh, honey, for Pete's sake, I just got my coat well, on. I'm sorry. I completely forgot. Oh. I really did. You know, sometimes I wish we lived back in the old house where there were plenty of kids in the neighborhood for her to play with. You know, it seems to me we do nothing but run a taxi service living out here by the lake. Yeah, I know. Well, this is nothing. You just wait. Wait until Bobby's older. We'll have the two of them going different places all the time. Yeah, uh-oh. Right. I'll get it. You Telephone. go out and play with Bobby a while. You don't need to pick Betsy up for quite a while. Okay, you? okay. Well, now, where's my boy? Bobby? He's right out in the kitchen, oh, dear. okay. Bobby? <laughs> Hello? Yes? Oh, <laughs> hi, Rose. What's the matter? Really? Well, what, what do you... Well, Betsy complained this morning, but I didn't think anything of it. I just... Oh, you were Monday morning, if you know how they... Yes. Oh, of course. Well, well, if you think so, I will, we'll come over and get her right away. Thanks for calling... Yeah, well... Uh, yeah, thanks for calling, Rose. Goodbye. Dear? Dear? Yeah? Go over and get Betsy right away. She just told Mrs. Hughes she wasn't feeling well at all. Oh, what do you suppose it is now? All right, dear, put Bobby to bed and dinner's on the table. We can eat. Well, where is Betsy? Betsy's in my den watching television. <laughs> Certainly sick, isn't she, after rushing over to Hughes to get her? Well, I told you, dear, I suspect she had a fight with Sandy. Because she said to me, Sandy wasn't very nice to her. Oh, well, who started it? Maybe maybe she wasn't nice to Sandy. Well, I'm not going to worry about it. You know, you start worrying about children's quarrels, and by the time you're all steamed up, they've forgotten about it, and they're great friends again. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Always. Okay, okay, all right. Betsy! Betsy, come on to the table. Come on to the table, and wash your hands. Wash your hands. Oh, oh boy, oh, boy. Hey, everything looks good. <laughs> you know something, honey? You know, I never said anything to her, but I, you know, I like Dan Effie's cooking. But frankly, I, I think you got her beat a mile. Oh, you! Oh, yeah. Good yeah, thing yeah, you no, never did but... say anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, frankly, I like the fact that she did the cooking when she was with us. Yeah. Goodness, I miss her. She certainly was a help around here. Oh, we got a letter from Aunt Effie today. You'll have to read it after dinner. From Aunt Effie? Yeah. Really? Oh, <laughs> old married woman now. Yeah, she's <laughs> What'd she say? What'd she well, say? Well, she's seen what. What'd she say? Oh, she likes Montana. Because it's terribly Which cold. Like Mr. Whitaker, that's yes, more important. <laughs> says Mr. Whitaker's a wonderful husband. So sweet to her all the time. She said she just loves everything. The son-in-law and the daughter and everything. They're just darling, she said. And as soon as she's settled, she's coming back here for a visit. Oh, boy, that, that's wonderful. Oh, Bet. Oh, there, there you are. Come on, come on now, honey. Wash your hands, dear. I did, Mommy, but I'm not very hungry because I don't feel well. Now, look here, young lady. I want to tell you something. Do you know what it means to cry wolf? All the time? No. Well, it means that you got to stop saying you don't feel well all the time when you're quite all right, because when you are sick, then people just won't believe you. Well, I'm not really sick, Daddy. It's just that my ear sort of hurts. Your ear? Where? Right underneath my ear. It isn't bad, but it hurts to touch it. Oh, honestly. You know, when she was smaller, she always got a little ear trouble when she had a cold. She doesn't have a cold now. Well, she had a little one last week. Oh, don't give me so much potatoes, darling. I'm trying to take off a few pounds. Oh, I don't know. that way. Maybe I better take her to a doctor tomorrow. Ear trouble's nothing to fool around with, and if it hurts, you know. It doesn't ache, Mommy. I noticed this noon in school when I was eating lunch. It hurt to eat. I couldn't eat any of my potato chips or a pickle. They gave to have those sandwiches. Pickle? Isn't there something about eating pickles? 
Yes, yeah, there's something about eating pickles. It has to do with expectant mothers. What's an expectant mother? <laughs> well, one who's expecting. Oh, really, Jenna? Why do you talk about oh, that? Expecting what? Expecting a baby. Expectant mothers sometimes decide they want pickles to eat. And they usually decide it in the middle of the night when there isn't a pickle in the house. <laughs> well, gee, I don't think I'm expecting a baby, am I? <laughs> well, I hope not. There. <laughs> Well, you can't tell these days. I mean, a modern generation has about six jumps ahead of uh, us, you know. Wait a minute. Pickles, I know what that is. Haven't you heard that you can't eat pickles when you're coming down with, uh, with, uh, what, what is it, uh, measles? Uh, mumps. Mumps. Mumps? Well, everybody in school seems to have mumps right now. They do? Mumps? Why didn't you say that? Who has mumps? Anybody in your class? Oh, yes, Mommy Claire Ford has mumps. And Tommy Aldinger and Gail Bonfietti. Oh. I mean, just lots of them have mumps. Oh, oh that's no, but Pete, yeah, why didn't you say? Let me let, let me look at you. Let me see your face. Turn around. Turn look at Daddy. Which ear is it that hurts? This one. Let me see. Well, that doesn't look swollen to me. Well, she's just coming down, and it probably wouldn't be too puffed out yet. Let let mommy look. Turn toward mommy. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't seem swollen at all. Neither. Does the other side hurt, too? No, just this side. Right under my ear, right here. Here? Does it, does it hurt when I touch it? Oh! Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let me feel the forehead. Yeah. Well, she doesn't look as though she had a temperature. Well, she doesn't feel warm, either. Are you sure, Betsy, are you sure what your friend had is mumps? Or uh, mumps, whatever you say. I think so. That's what somebody said. Oh, well, maybe I better call the other mothers and see what the symptoms are, you know. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't we have a book that tells about these things? Well, somewhere we have two of them. One by Spock. He has a chapter on children's diseases. And then there's another we have that's, that's just that entirely. Children's illnesses or something like that. Look in the bookcase in the living room. I'll go up and get the thermometer and take her temperature. Now, if she does have one, I'd better call the doctor. I don't want a doctor. I feel fine. I'm not going to have a doctor. Now, look, you'd just be glad there are doctors to make you well again. What will he do to me? Now, don't start worrying. We don't even know that you have mumps. Now, first of all, let me get the thermometer and take your temperature. Yes. Well, she has a very slight temperature, Doctor. Well, it's a little over 99, but it's not 100. I suppose about 99 and a half. Mm-hmm. Well, she did have a cold last week, but she did... No, she, re- she really doesn't seem sick at all, you know. Just, a, just Well, she has just complained of this pain under her left ear when, when she touches it. Uh-huh. Yes. All right. I'll do that. Thank you. Goodbye. Well, the doctor says... Where are you? Dear? Huh? Where are you? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in here. I'm looking for those books. I, I can't find either one. Well, never mind. Never mind. Come here. I, I just called the doctor. I'm not going to have a doctor. Now, oh, I'm not every bookcase in this house, and I can't find either one of those books on children's diseases. Well, I found out all the books yeah, that right. I've forgotten mind. about, but I can't, can't <laughs> find mind. either one Listen of them. Huh? I called the doctor. He said it may be mumps, it may not. Now, since she had a cold, it may be just a swollen gland. I told him mumps were going around in Betsy's school. And he said he knew that, but he had also had some children they thought had mumps, but they weren't mumps. They were just swollen glands. Well, that's well, what I call a definite opinion. I just had a swollen gland. What did Look, you say, dear? 
Well, just let her... What would the doctor do to me if I just had a swollen gland? Oh, oh. Well, you stop worrying about what he'd do to you. Probably nothing except tell you to stay in bed. Put coal packs on it or something. Or do you put heat on well, it? Well, I don't know. Anyhow, if you will listen... What a coal pack? Oh, Betsy, please, that's cold cause. I'll stop worrying, dear. Anyhow, he said, since she didn't seem really sick to wait until morning, take her temperature, see how she is, and then call him and let him know. Now, if she seems worse, he'll come out right away. Have you had mumps? No, I never did. I know well, look, I... then you better take care of Bobby, and, and both of you keep away from Betsy. I mean, if it is mumps, I'll, I'll do the nursing thing. You don't want to get them yourselves. Adults can be pretty darn sick if they get mumps. I know that. You'll do the nursing. Yeah. I think you better stay away from Betsy. Oh, look, I had mumps when I was a kid. No, indeed, you did not have mumps. What? I asked your mother a couple years ago when they were going around, and we were worried about Betsy then, and your mother said you had never had mumps. Never. Oh, I, I, I never had it. No, and if I were you, I wouldn't sit there holding Betsy on my lap. Get down. Although I imagine you've already been exposed. Oh, this is great. Mumps. <laughs> Mumps. That's all I need. Well, don't start worrying till we find out for sure oh, tomorrow. <laughs> Real trolls carrying the ball for comedy, evenings in CBS Radio's Comedy Time, are Bob and Ray. Offbeat to the point of hilarity, their comedy style is a never-ending source of delight to their fans. Listen Monday through Friday evenings for Bob and Ray, part and parcel of the same comedy team that stars George Burns and Gracie Allen, Andy Griffith, and the rousing mischief of Amos and Andy. The place, CBS Radio, the time, weekday evenings. <laughs> The Couple Next Door stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunn.